Hi everybody, this is Lips from the band Anvil. You're listening to the Rock and Metal Podcast. You know it. Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with Dr. Fuck and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley, better known as Wadzilla. So enjoy another awesome, incredible episode of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Bam, bam. All right, it's me, Dr. Fuck, and with me is... Oh, yeah! It's It's Ian Wadley (laughs) from Katrina Land. Yes, I'm on vodka today. No beer to open. I drank all that shit Friday. Oh, how healthy of you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 and and I'm broke. (laughs) So, it's vodka day. All right, and who do we have with us from uh, the other side of the planet? Oh my God! Back for another Death Leopard review. It's Mr. T from Germany of Ironcast fame. Hello, Mr. the internet. I should be coming back here, you fuckos. Yes, again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, for a gl- for a glorious last appearance. It's Mr. Yes. T. <laughs> oh, more than more than likely, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not really it's it's nine armed Def Leppard we're reviewing this week. But you know that oh, yeah. means that means not 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 nothing good about this shit. Oh, and I, I gotta say, we we had a uh, a great episode before with Mister T, and I, it was, I, I no, know, man, I was so no, fucking voted. No, no, it, no, it was so funny, and and you'll fully admit this, Mister T, but I, I'll never forget. He sent me a text after Bill Wang's infamous uh, Judas yep. Priest point of entry album. He's like, that guy was too drunk. That shit was horrible. Come on. And, and I Mr. said, challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. So Mr. T came on, and he was even drunker than yeah. fucking uh, than uh, than Bill Wang was. But uh, he was very humble and very honest about it. He, he apologized to Bill Wang and everybody. He's like, you know what? Sometimes when you guess, nerves get the better of you. And what you guys heard on Mr. T's first episode... Oh my God! Did That's Ralph save that through the miracle of editing? Because yeah. oh man, when we got to your picks of the week, I don't even think that was English or German. I don't know what the fuck was coming out of you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even remember it. That's the thing. I mean, I had like, I mean, I when I did, I was getting prepped. I was like, drink. Yeah, I'm gonna drink. And then you know, at one point you get to that like. Yeah, I'm gonna keep the party going, man. And that's when I should have stopped. Oh, because yeah. I ended up with like two bottles of wine in my ass, and I'm surprised yeah. I'm still standing. And, 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 and two down your throat. Yes. <laughs> I was uh, boy. But yeah, uh, no, no, it, it was it was a fun episode. Ralph did an amazing job of editing it. I I think it was a classic episode. And uh, and I want to first congratulate you. On yeah, uh, on what you what you've done with Ironcast, I think you, Greg, and Luke have you know out of all the the podcasts that were kind of uh, you know our bastard children are spawned by us, and I mean really all it was is you all met through us, but uh, I I really do enjoy Ironcast, and I think the three of you really do have a good uh, chemistry. And uh, thanks, and, man, thanks. Yes, and I'm, I'm I'm a big fan. I, I love Luke. I, I, of course, we love Greg Barnes, our favorite fruit. Uh, you know, some people like bananas, some people like strawberries. I love Greg Barnes, my favorite fruit. Uh, but but no, I just want to congratulate you. And you guys have been going on for how long now? 
Um, we will be. We'll get to our 100th episode in the middle of October. That's so, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Thank brother. you. I mean, normally October is now our episodes in the Crypt Month, and but for our 100th, we're going to actually break off from the theme for something else we wanted to do for our 100th. But we did have a hiatus earlier this year because we had a lot of personal stuff going on, and we had to take a break, about a two-month break, and. Can you hear the violins playing your song? (laughs) (laughs) Understandable, man. But we ended up... So the bottom line is that our 100th episode is going to go in the middle of a theme month, but fuck it, we're going to leave the theme for a a week, and then we'll go back to our usual shit. But yeah, we've been out for about two years, and I'm I'm surprised as fuck. I didn't think it was going to happen. And and I hope uh, we finally get to meet at the second annual Rock and Pod Expo next yes. year. Next year Ironcast. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We are we are moving to a larger venue to accommodate more podcasts and to have more space. So I you know, really hope you guys make that because I'd love to meet all of you. And we don't even need a table. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. I, I I look forward to that. That'd be pretty cool. I you know I'm I'm glad you had a great time. That'd so. be awesome. And yeah. I want I want to thank you because you made a hell of a donation. Uh, you donated even 50 bucks more than you needed to. Well, actually, actually, I mean, if you want to do brass text, what you what you donated for uh, actually fell in the category of a $60 review, but you donated 150 US dollars. I'm pretty uh, sure. I'm pretty sure this album required a 150. Should have been animation. more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but but, but it, no. In in all seriousness, dude, I I really want to thank you because, uh, you know, in in my opinion, I you know. Yeah, I, not uh, my uh, opinion. Uh, uh, I can give uh, a rat's uh, ass uh, how much you fucking donated. <laughs> <laughs> of, of course, but but I want I want to say thank you what you donated because. Uh, we did have an amazing experience there. Uh, in, in my opinion, we stole the show. It was very fun, and it was it was successful. So year two will happen, and uh, very much would would love for you guys to be a part of it. Yeah, because I, like to, yeah. I'd love yeah, to meet right. you and Luke and get a blowjob from from Greg. You know that'd be great. <laughs> so Ian <laughs> thanks you, and I Ian says thank you, and I say fuck you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and this was so funny because when you request, re, re, blah, 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 requested this, it was kind of hot off the heels of Ralph just getting over the Cure review. And, 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 and Ralph, Ralph has made kind of like, you know, he's really gone off about these fan reviews. But the funny thing is if you look back, there's only been two yes. that, that Ralph didn't like, and that was the Cure. And spoiler alert, this one. But... Ralph did have to do a lot of more research than he normally does. He did have to do a lot more homework than yeah. he normally does. But in the grand scheme of things, I hated more fan-picked episodes than, than Ralph. You <laughs> mean but, like Fark Anal? But, but, oh, yeah. Oh, no. No. No, Ralph enjoyed it much more than me. <laughs> but I'll never forget the conversation when I was talking to Ralph. And I told him that you paid for this. He's like, fuck no. Hell no. I ain't listening to that fucking shit. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck this shit. Fuck everything. And oh my God, it couldn't have came at a worse time. And I was like, I was out. But no, no. I mean, you didn't know. You didn't know. And 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 I get, I, I get why you did this. I think on one hand, because there are so many people who came up to me 
uh, watch, well, uh, talk to me on, on the internet. They absolutely love the Cure episode. Whether they love the Cure or not, most of them don't like the Cure. But they just liked hearing Ralph that pissed off. Well, mm. here's a chance to even one up it. Maybe I don't. I don't know because I know Ralph really hates this shit. Well, mm. I do want to give a shout out to to Mr. Brian who who requested um, Pride and Glory and Armored Saint, and James Kevin who requested Iced Earth, and fucking. Uh, who else? Uh, we had uh, Stephen Kirsch with Keepers and Gary Moore and Stephen Palmer from Megadeth and TikTok Man for Rubber Soul and Greg Barnes for Accident at Birth. Uh, Edwin Kaniski, who fucking stupid. Fuck him with that Guns N' Roses spaghetti shit. Canastrachi. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gina Elizabeth for Love Gun and Michael Nitroglycerin for... Queens Reich and fuck Nate and I'm going down the list here. <laughs> Adam Marshall for Orchid and Jacob Wood for Ozzy Osbourne and Jane Swartz for Motorhead and oh fucking Sonny Pooney with Doctor Feelgood. Well, that was fun. Maxwell Mac, Max Power for Dream Theater, Edward Cinnamon for The Doors and uh, Scott Stein for Cowboys of Hell and. Uh, Renee for Overkill and Daniel Lee for Metal Church and there you go. Thank now, you guys. The, now is this the last fan one? You got, no, you got more no, no, no. We got we got more coming up, but they're good. Well, I, oh, well, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. yeah. This so, is the last now, shitty one we're doing. Well, it's good to hear. At least I got a at least I got a superlative of a sort. Yeah, yeah. Now, now here here's the reason why I chose this, and I know you're probably dying to know and. This is probably going to piss Ralph off even further. Of course. Um, <laughs> because the reason number one, and it's the prime reason, is I could not make a liar out of Ralph. I like him too damn much. Now, he may not remember this, but I do. Um, after we recorded onto the night, I'm getting ready to take off. I think you guys are going to do a, a Saxon review. And, and Ralph's like, oh, yeah, we'll have you back on to another Def Leppard review. And I'm thinking, there's the kiss of fucking death. Uh, it's like, so I thought, well, if I'm coming back on, it's got another Def Leppard album. And, and then second, I chose, I really do think this album gets a lot more hate than it deserves. It deserves <laughs> some of that. Hey, no, no, it deserves some hate. Don't get me wrong. This is not flawless by any stretch of the fucking imagination. But I think it's because folks remember like two or three songs that are usually kind of shitty and it, the whole album's like that. But I think the whole album's not like that to me. So I'm actually going to defend parts of this thing, but not all of it. I will agree with you guys on some of this. So that's why I chose some nine-armed Def Leppard. Yeah. All right. And, 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 hey, dude, and, you know, for what you so generously gave in our name, I, I, I would have reviewed whatever, you know, so I, I thank you very much for that. Oh, well, shit, man. Let's do Adrenalize. And I, <laughs> and I, fuck, and I say fuck you very much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, good, well, well, <laughs> I, I can't imagine knowing your background and knowing what you're into, you king of hipsters. Uh, yeah. How did you discover Death Leopard and this album in particular? Well, I first discovered Death Leopard, as I mentioned before in the previous episode, back with um, Pyromania, like I think a lot of folks. My cousins are into them, and I got it from them. And I was listening to that, and then I went back and listened to High and Dry and On the Night. And then, of course... In that four-year span in between these two albums, I'd 
my taste had changed from metal into more hardcore. And I think by the time this came out, I was pretty much in the ministry. I think Twitch came out at the same time. Oh, that was pretty fucking cool. And now with this album, you know, I remember, well, the first thing I heard off of this album was when I, I guess when MTV premiered uh, Women. Yes. Back when, um, I guess, Headbangers Ball because of Adam Curry wearing the same like goofy-ass shitty war 10 minutes before and he's like introduced some new Millie Vanilli album and he puts on some faggy leather jacket that he got yeah. from Paul Stanley. With, like, with yeah. fringe. That yeah. jacket had fringe on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm metal now, right? Because I got this leather jacket on. By the way, know. he's a quadrillionaire because he invented the podcast. No, oh, that was Michael that, Butler. Yes, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Al Gore. Stop mentioning <laughs> that guy, seriously. Okay, bye. Enough of him. <laughs> So, and I, I remember watching, like, the, the first video off this, and and this is actually funny. This is the second Def Leppard album we're doing, and, you know, the first one we did, I mentioned I didn't like the drum sound because it's thought the production was kind of whatever. Um, here we're doing another Def Leppard album, and once again, I don't really like the fucking drum sound because I don't got a goddamn drummer now. And, I mean, I admit, they did the right thing. You know, they, they, did, they did the morally right thing. They kept their mate around. They said, look, if you can try to play this stuff with your feet, then that's great. We'll wait. But, man, if I'll be honest, man, if I was fucking Steve Clark, I would have made a fucking solo album or something. I don't think I would just sat around for four goddamn years. And so when I first heard the song, I'll, I'll take a swing when we get into it, but I didn't actually get this album until a little bit later. And... When I first got, I was like a lot of folks. Like I didn't really like it, and I didn't listen to it for a long fucking time. And I've listened to it again just a few years ago, actually like a couple years ago or so. And, I, and I've my opinions on some of these songs have obviously changed. So, yeah, that's Mine I haven't. <laughs> I admire your constancy. Wow. Uh, all right, well, Ralph, why don't you tell us about when you first? Uh, well, started? you know, I mean, first time I heard Def Leppard was when I heard Rock Brigade on the radio when it was a brand new album, because I'm 83, and I loved it. I ran out and I bought On Through the Night, and it was like, yeah, now in retrospect, I could probably, like, I like British Steel more and a couple albums more, but I didn't play no album more in 1980 than On Through the Night. That uh, that album was, like, so special to me. It was It was my band, you know? This is, like... You know how everybody like you know uh, Metallica was my band, and I can go on and on about bands that were my Iron Maiden was my band before they became huge, and um, then then you know I heard uh, High and Dry on the radio, Let It Go, and I thought, oh shit, they replaced Joe Elliott, but no, it was Joe Elliott just changed his voice. Pyromania was an album that I still think is fucking awesome. I know it's a, it's an album that does you, Mr. T saying this one it, it gets on. I think Pyromania gets gets unfairly slagged. Uh, I think that's a fucking amazing album. You know, it was a very great progression from not better than High and Dry, but a great great fucking sequel to it. And and then I waited four years for this shit, and I heard Women, and I admit, I will admit, I was like, okay, this is good, but it wasn't like. Women wasn't like fucking amazing, but I thought, okay, Def Leppard's back. I can't wait to hear the rest of this. I'm sure it's better than women, but it turns out that women is the best shit on here, and it's really not that. It's great. all downhill from here, kids. It's not really that great. Women's okay. It's like a good filler, you know. But this good filler is like, it's not even killer filler. It's good filler. 
It's like it's one of those songs that if it was wedged between a killer album, I can hang with it. Uh, but you know, at times I probably would skip it. And then I went out and bought it. And this was, uh, I believe, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, Ian always bitches about, and I agree with Ian on this, uh, the CDH, how they crammed like so much music onto a CD. I believe yeah. this is the first one that did it. This is a, or, or one I of the first, so. one of the first ones that had like over an hour worth of music on a CD. Yes, and this yeah. is one of the longest albums ever issued on a single vinyl when it was released. And it must have sounded like crap. I bet. I, yeah. I, I mean, even if it was a good album, I bet it would have sounded like crap. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the sound quality. So I went out and bought it, and I was petrified. I was horrified uh, when I heard the whole thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is this is terrible. <laughs> What the fuck? What what is this shit? You know, you know, you know, because the first track is woman, and then after women, it was like track after track after track. I was like, oh, from from beginning to end, I was like, where is Def Leppard? Where is the Def Leppard Isla? Where's Die Hard the Hunter? You know, yeah. where is it, fucking Lady Strange? Where's anything that resembles Def Leppard? It's sitting in the pub with Rick Willis. <laughs> Pete Willis, by the way. Whatever. Well, it's his brother. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, and, and you know, that, and, and Pete Willis is the reason why Def Leppard was so awesome because after he was gone, this is what happened because he, he was very predominant on uh, Pyromania, yes. even though he didn't play on it. He was there when it was being recorded. He wrote some of it and they fired him midway through the recording. So I consider Pyromania still a Pete Willis album. Yeah, Pete Willis is the Dave Mustaine of Metallica. <laughs> exactly, you know. So yeah, he is. And um, after him, uh, we got this. And then you know, after Pyromania, you can you can make fun of every Def Leppard album that came out after it. But I put it tied with this shit. Like, well, at least what I've heard. I I haven't heard like, you know, I pretty much given up. Because you know, I would hear a single off an album, and I'm like. Oh no, this is bad. Yeah. At least women was somewhat okay. I'm not sitting through this fucking Def Leppard album, you know, Sparkle Lounge and and whatever the fuck came after. You, you know, Euphoria, Euphoria, and X and all that shit. yeah, and X. fuck that, yeah. It's just slang or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's all it's all slang. I actually did listen to. I actually I, listened to slang, the whole thing. Not now, you know. In all honesty, I'd have to go back and listen to it again. But I. Re- I used to work with a guy that Death Lover was his favorite band. And we're talking in the late 90s, they were still his favorite band. Yeah. And I heard I heard Slang through him, and I didn't mind Slang. I didn't buy it, but I was like, well, this is better than the fucking last two. Holy shit. But I haven't heard it in years. I would like to go back and listen to that one and see, you know. Uh, if, as I, if I, as I, I recall, it. it was terrible. Uh, it was okay. different. It was different. They were trying to be... Uh, trying to get away from the Def Leppard sound, but... Right. Uh, I Well, I, I think they've been trying to get away from the Def Leppard sound since Pyromania. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, they were trying to get away from the hysteria right. sound. Right, right. And, yeah, of course, like, the thing is that there's, there's no love for the three albums from this band. Like, that, that, that vibe, they don't want to write music like that anymore. You know, Joe right. Elliott has gone on record to say he doesn't like metal. He likes Mata Hoople and 
David Bowie and shit like that. But, you know, that, right. that's poser shit, man, because you didn't have that in the first three Def Leppard albums, you know? Then all of a sudden, right. oh, oh yeah, I'm, I, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, Ricky Rackman. Oh, I was always into punk when he had his hair all poofy on the Decline movie. You know, it's, it's, uh, to me, it's all poser shit. Yeah, uh, I'm in Thrash or Die, but I'm not going to write an Ario Speedwagon album. Even though I love Ario Speedwagon, I'm not going to sit back and go, well, you know, I was always into Ario Speedwagon and, and ELO. No, those were the first things I was into till I discovered Judas Priest and On Through the Night and Saxon and Angel Witch. You know, that's when I totally like morphed into what my what music I really love more than REO Speedwagon and ELO, which I still love, but not as much as this shit. That, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, if I ever, my whole musical career, if ever I do, which I will, I know my solo album is going to be very eclectic, but it's not where my heart is. It's just, I want to like, I want to record stuff where it's just, I just want to do different things, you know, and I know a lot of people are going to hate that album, but, I'm oh, sure. I think it's gonna it's gonna be like Gene Simmons solo album. But that'll better. be better than that. Oh, but better. But, 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 but Why do you no, have to no, say no. that, Ian? Yeah, no, that, that's, no. I'm just fighting words, man. No, because because I, I know I I know what you love and you love. I mean, it's a huge barometer of, of what you're into. So I really think you're gonna have such drastic styles. Some people just won't be able to. No, no. Everybody that likes Rush or Die is gonna hate that album. I guarantee it. And it will have metal on it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go all, you know, 360. I'm just gonna pepper it with fucking some right. acoustic tunes and some melodic shit. You know, the, you know, shit I love like the Beatles and you know. But uh, no, that's what that's what I mean about jeans. Is jeans is all over the place. No, Gene like doesn't pepper. Gene doesn't pepper his shit. That shit's mm-hmm. complete garbage. Except for like <laughs> Radioactive is the only one that's somewhat. And I like that song too. And I liked uh, see you the, the, the Beatles. Yeah, the, see it tonight. I like the Beatlesque song. See, that's how I would want. You know, if I'm gonna pepper my shit, it's gonna be with songs like that. You know, that I know the cast saying, of thousands and Lassie. That's all. I, I'm yeah. saying con- content, content-wise, it would be all over the place. Yeah, it will would, be. It will be. And but, I would look forward to that. And but it will have some metal tracks on it. That's for sure. I'm not gonna make it all fucking left field. I'm just. I just have these ideas, you know, that I, I really do love. I'm a big fan of melody. I love melody. I love uh, hooks, you know, and, and, and if you really do, like, really, really listen to Thrasher Die and Combat, there's hooks there. There's hooks all over that album, but I just fucking, it's buried in thrash, mm-hmm. you know, but there, it's very hooky, man. Like, yes, even is. like the heavier stuff, like Mosh with the Side, is still hooky. It has hooks in it. And that's how I write my songs, hooks. But now I'm going to, you know, and that album is going to be hooks with acoustic guitar where there's no, and, and that's just like maybe max three tunes, you know, on there. Uh, I just want to do, and, you know, and I want everybody I know that's a musician to be on the album and like, like what Gene Simmons did, you know, but except, you know, it ain't going to be Donna Summers and females. I'm not going to have no female backing vocals because that I've always hated. I don't like female backing vocals. Or horns. Unless it's like Pink Floyd where they have some chick yeah. screaming her ass off gospel-wise. Then, but I ain't even going to have that. You know? I'm going to be on your album. I don't know what I'm playing, but I'm going to be on it somewhere. Well, yeah, you can just just burp. I'll have a song about exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> you burping. Yeah. That's your win section, Ian burping. 
Exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll be on that hidden track when five five <laughs> minutes five minutes after the album's done, you're gonna hear just a fucking burp, like yeah. a bunch of burps. Burp, burp, yeah, burp, 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 like, so hidden it won't be on it'll the be album. Like, uh, John Lennon's, uh, it'll be like John Lennon, Yoko Ono's burps and farts. I should I should have a track where I'm playing guitar and then you just keep cutting me off. Uh, it'll be like it'll be like our regular show. Oh, oh, that hurts. Uh, I know the truth hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. So yeah, uh, this album was a fucking nightmare, and uh, I still haven't waking up from it. And, and it was like, you know, it's I can't think of a band. I'm I'm sure there is. You know, I mean, uh, okay, Aerosmith maybe, but at least Aerosmith had a few good tracks here and there. And I could say on about well, I never heard the very last Aerosmith album, the Dementia album. <laughs> But yeah, even the worst, like Get a Grip, was terrible. But I liked Eat the Rich, and I liked uh, Living on the Edge. But the rest was just horrible. And I could pick, like, you know, um, Jaded. <laughs> you know, that, that song. That's probably the worst Aerosmith album, whatever the Jaded's on. And I like that song, Jaded. Uh, Nine, Lives, Nine Lives had a, uh, a couple good tracks on it. So, yeah, sure. but, but this, there's nothing, you know I mean? Okay, all right, women, you know, and I'm already, you know, I, I guess I don't have to talk about women anymore. It's like the <laughs> only one that's like, to, it's tolerable. It's not great, it's tolerable. You know, I can tolerate it, but, oh. And, and that's why it was like, you know, it was like a bait and switch. You know, it was like, oh, look, Def Leppard's back. And you listen, and that's the one, this is the one, that's the one song on this whole fucking album that is somewhat reminiscent of pyromania you know like maybe you know like what don't shoot shock no that's on this one don't yeah. shoot what is it yeah. what's the what's the, what, the one Philly billy's truck? got a gun no got a gun. you know what i'm not a big fun, fan of billy got a gun even though it's okay but there's a song on there that i consider filler the one that's before billy's got a gun what's that die hard, die action not it. words that one. action action not yeah. words okay I think Pyromania kind of like, you know, tapered off on the last two songs. Everything before it was great. Yeah, I even love, I still, to this day, adore Photograph. I think Photograph, oh, love it. It's a great I song, think yeah. Photograph is like the perfect pop rock song. The perfect one ever made, you know. I'm a little yes. burnt out on Rock of Ages, but the rest is like, you know. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, I already talked about women. <laughs> All right, well, um, uh... The way I discovered, you know, Death Leopard, and I, I've, I've told this story many times, so I'll keep it quick. Uh, there's two hard rock slash metal albums I bought simply because Thriller was sold out at the local Sears, and that was Quiet Riot, Metal Health, and uh, Death Leopard, Pyromania. And those were two albums that, I mean, I mean, were huge regardless. You didn't even have to be into metal. Like, everybody had those. Yeah. And and they were great fucking albums. Great fucking albums. Um, so, before Hysteria came out, I had gotten into metal, like, a year before. And and granted, you know, it was, it was all about, like, Asylum and, you know, uh, Cinderella Night Songs and, you know, all the cock rock of the time. And uh, so I was eagerly anticipating the new Death Leopard because I loved Pyromania even before I got into this genre that now uh, had consumed my life. I mean, once I got into hard rock, everything fell by the wayside. Even though I still love some of that shit, 
But it was all about all the hard rock I could get. All the fucking hard rock I could get. Um, so, my first introduction was the video for women. And I fucking love that song. I was like, oh, oh, it's so great, so great. At the time, I was living in southern Illinois, in Bloomington, Illinois, which is a college town. I used to hang out at this record store every day. And they knew to set a copy aside for me when it was released, you know, and I couldn't wait. I remember the guy who bought it. He was like an original hipster. And and he, he, he looked just like fucking Walter Be- Becker, who just passed away. He had the long hair, the fucking mustache and goatee. And, uh, and he would always bust my chops over what... Because he, he knew I was a musical lover, but, you know, he was old school and I was new school. So he would always like, ah, yeah, yeah, you listen to this kitty shit. You know, and uh, I remember when I bought this, he's like, yeah, you need to go back and check out the pre-Pyromania shit. And I go, yeah, but I'm like, you never have a copy of those. He goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, because nobody sold their fucking copy of High and Dry. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's why it's that's why it's not in the bins, you know. And I was like, ah, okay, okay. You know, but but uh, but I remember going home and listening to it. And even at a time when you know, you know, and and keep in mind, you know, th- this is a time when I actually bought fucking slippery when wet. I knew this was a step down. I knew this wasn't, you know. This album made Asylum sound like fucking Slayer. You know, it just, it, it, it wasn't there. I was so disappointed. But, uh, you know, I know, Ralph, you remember this for sure. This was not a hit out of the fucking gate. Nope. You know, th- th- no, this was this was kind of, you know, you know, women, women came up. You know, women was the first video here in the U.S. It wasn't in the U.K., but in the U.S., women was the first single. And I absolutely loved it. But I heard the rest of the album, I was like, Oh god damn this is like borderline and I don't even know if she was out yet but like you know Debbie Gibson or you know you know what I mean it was just it was so poppy you know at a time when I want stuff that's hard even though all the bands I like look like women I didn't want an album that sounded like women you know <laughs> uh, but I, I was I was thoroughly thoroughly disappointed in in the rest of it you know I just I, I kept playing women oh, really I, even at that young of age yeah, no, I yeah, at that at that young age, it was like one of those. Uh, I I think it's because it was so highly anticipated because of how much I loved Pyromania. But I I mean, you got to think about it. Even though I'm digesting the cock rock shit at the time, like Night Songs, you know, which was a huge album for me, is way heavier. Great album. Yeah, yeah, terrible yeah. cover, but great album. Right, right, but I but you know you know to me at that time. I just thought that's how rock stars looked. I, I didn't know any different, you know, because I'm new to it. Okay, yeah, they, I, I thought it was cool because nobody I knew looked like that. Like, I didn't go to the mall and see anybody who looked like Kiss in the Asylum videos or in the Cinderella videos. But I loved the music. I didn't give a fuck about the look. I just thought that's how rock stars dressed. I was young, dude. I was like fucking 11, 12 years old. I was just like, oh, this music is so good. But then when I heard this, I was like, this is soft shit. You know, this is this is top 40 stuff, you know, because I'm trying, you know, and my taste kept progressing, too. I mean, like every month I was getting into something that was heavier than what I liked the month before, you know. And so so this was a, a major 
uh, major letdown right out the gate. And when it blew up, I was surprised because it did. It kind of like, everybody's like, oh, Dead Leopard's here, great. And then women came out. But then it's like, oh, let's change the conversation to yeah. fucking Tesla or whoever else, you, you know, was out around the same time, you know. But, you know, as we all know, by like the fourth single, then this thing just became damn near, damn near like a thriller type album. Yep. All right. Well, Mr. T, since you are a special paid for guest, why don't you take the uh, first track, Women? All right. Actually, before I start, one thing I do want to like to mention is, I know I mentioned this before we started recording, I do actually think that Hysteria, for all its many fucking flaws we'll get into, I think it's kind of a logical progression from Pyromania. I think Pyromania is kind of poppy as fuck. And this is this has took it to an even further extreme, not to mention they had four years. And to be honest, this is, in, this is nowhere near the same fucking band anymore, as you guys already mentioned. I mean, 40% of the original members, to me, are gone. Pete Willis is gone. You got no fucking drummer. And yeah, I know he's still back there, but he's he's not the same. I mean, I think the only thing a drummer can actually lose and still be as effective would be like a foot. <laughs> um, you know, you can't lose a leg, can't lose an arm. And I just can't imagine like, what if like Rick Savage lost his arm and he's like, hey guys, I could play bass on my feet or I could play with my dick. I'm like, I don't know, dude, you're kind of gone. So, I mean, I give them credit for keeping... Rick Allen around, but it, I think, caused the band to suffer. And that's Let's get into this. The first track is Women. This is the first song I heard, and I remember being really into, yeah, I want to hear what the new Def Leppard sounds like, and I finally did, and I was, at the time, I'm like, oh, oh, man, that's a shame. And, and I was like, well, at least you guys tried. But now, looking back, I really do dig this fucking song. Um, it's, I think it's a fine, deep cut. It sure as hell should not have been the first single. And it was only the first single in the U.S. I think everywhere else, uh, Animal was the first single. Yes. But I think it's, you know, it's a good driving beat, a little bit of an epic. And, but I think also, I think having this album as your first single was the reason why this album was such a slow burn in terms of sales. But I think it's a fine song. It's just, it's not a single. I don't think it's even a first track off an album either. So, but yeah, I dig it. What you got there, Ralph? Yeah, it's the first song I heard, and at the time I thought it was a good song. Not great, but it was good enough to get me excited for this album. But, you know, I would equate this song like a, a like a trailer to a, a shitty movie. It's a good trailer to a shitty movie. You know, it's like, oh, that trailer looks cool, and then you go see the movie and go, man, the best part of that fucking movie was in the trailer. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there was... um. There's just been this movie theater I used to go to, like one of those like art house repertories, and they have like this like ever like just weird fucking films you can actually request shit, and they had this film, horrible fucking film called Tanya's Island. Great fucking trailer. Um, people would actually would request just the trailer because yeah. the film's terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, that's yeah. how it equates. This. Then it just went downhill. Uh, uh, Ian. Uh. Well, I, I love it, and I loved it the first time I heard it. Uh, I love the video, and, you know, maybe because when this video came out, I think I'm the youngest of us all. You know, it's like the kid in the video was me, you know? The, the kid with a skateboard that do doesn't really know how to ride a skateboard. <laughs> and then they're Details. talking about... And then, and then they're talking about women. I was like, yeah! I'm like, I really 
dug it. I, I thought it was a, a really good pop rock song. I mean, obviously the sa- the sound has changed because of the drumming, you know, and, and, and you hit on a little bit, Mr. T. But I, wa- I want to say it's like one of those things like I have the utmost respect for Death Leopard for sticking by Rick Allen after this. You know, because 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 having a one armed drummer is like saying, you know, the star in your porno is a eunuch. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, 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 how can you do this right? It's not going to work. And it hasn't. It's hampered the band so bad, so fucking bad. But they stuck by their brother. It'd be, it'd be like I'm doing this show with Ralph and there was an accident. Ralph got his tongue cut off and couldn't talk, but he's still my co-host. You, you know what, what I mean? But I don't know. I would stick with him just going, no, no, if it's all the way around, Greg Barnes would be on this show. Exactly. Sorry. I know. I know. I, I know where <laughs> yeah, I, I don't stand. want the, I don't want, I don't want our, sh- our show to turn into hysteria. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, don't, be, so, don't be taking great, don't, don't be poaching Greg Barnes from us, man. Damn. So, uh, I, I, I have, well, take I have, care of yourself, Ian. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I have respect for what they do. I, I really do. No matter what, I'll always be like, you know what? You guys stood by your brother and, and that, you know, hats off to Roy Harper. But, uh, but, oh God, did, did, uh, did the band suffer because of it? That being said, I think this is a great, uh, pop fucking rock song in the tradition of hysteria. I I really love this song. Romania, have, you man. I, yeah, whatever. What did I say? <laughs> Hysteria. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Vodka kicking in now. Um, what kind of vodka, man? Oh, McCormick's. I'm fucking broke. <laughs> nine <laughs> nine dollars for a fucking big old jug. Well, at least uh, James got a little money out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I. I Aside from the shitty fucking drum sound that will be on every, you know, Death Leopard album from here on out, uh, I, I I think it's a good song, and I hear a little bit of fucking cool hard rock in this that I don't get from the rest of the album. And I was, I was very excited for this. I was like, okay, okay. I'm like, it kind of sounds like Robert Palmer and other shit I'm hearing on the radio at the time. To an extent, but I'm like, ah, you know, it's it's catchy. It's a good song. Uh, it is my favorite track on the album by a country mile. Uh, unfortunately, it stops there. Yep. But uh, we'll take the next song. Uh, oh, and one other thing I didn't mention uh, that originally they wanted Jim Steinman to produce this album. Well, actually, he, <laughs> yes, he, they he, did. No, actually, he did. He, didn't he actually he did. didn't he produce for a little he bit? He did, and then they fired him. Because yeah. it was going to be a hard rocking album. Yes. Believe yeah, it or well, not. Well, 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 they they, they wanted they wanted Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang stepped aside, cited exhaustion uh, from doing a lot of albums at the time. I mean, he did oh, you the, know, Heartbeat you know, City. Yes, Heartbeat City for the Cars, which... You know, again, one of my least favorite cars out. Yeah, that's my least what, favorite too. Yeah. Was very successful, you know, and you know he had had a great run with ACDC as well. Uh, but yeah, so they got Jim Steinman and fired him. And you know, <laughs> Mutt Lang, I, I guess they must have thrown like some undeniable money at him to come back. But uh, but uh, oh god! All right, we're going to the next song. Oh, fucking rocket! <laughs> 
rocking. Oh my god. Satellite of Love. This was the last single off the album. And and by last I mean the seventh fucking single off this album. Seven fucking singles off of this. This album came out uh, in August of 87. The last single was released in January of 89. That tells you that tells you how much of a fucking shelf life this fucking album had. And it was sad because from here on out you would see a lot more of that where bands would release, you know, albums wouldn't come out every year like they used to or multiple albums in a year like they used to in the 70s. Uh, they would take like four years, but then they would just melt the shit out of this fucking album. But uh, this one, oh my god, fucking horrible, plastic as fuck. The chorus, you know, the background singers, you know, the, uh, you know, mentioning fucking like satellite of love and you know all these other fucking songs and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, this this is just it, it, it's really really bad, you know. And you should refer back to the first song, "Women," because that's the only people who like this album is fucking women. Uh, it is so weak, so pedestrian, so sanitized. Uh, I absolutely hate this fucking track. What do you think, Mister T? Hell um, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when we were actually doing, I guess some. Um pre-chat before we did on the night we briefly talked about this album and i had said they were like so yeah i remember like two songs i kind of dug and i mentioned this one and i gotta take some shit back because actually what i liked about this song was that i got african drums i'm like the i don't know who's playing it but who the fuck ain't playing it yeah um you know stumpy mcroad rage ain't playing this horse shit because that actually sounds cool um, and, and by African drums, you mean Bryant Gumbel. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Uh, you are correct. Uh, but no, I mean, like this, I'm not a fan of reference songs. I, th- I think they're kind of cheap and hack. And, you know, because, like, you know, hey, if you like this stuff, you like our song too, right? And I'm like, no. I mean, yeah, you guys love David Bowie. I get it. You mentioned him fucking twice in a verse. And, yeah, you like T-Rex and Thin Lizzy. I like this shit too, but I'm not going to like the song because of that. Thin Lizzy um, was mentioned in this tune? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, also, I did a little bit of digging. That little backwards crap they're saying is actually Steve Clark saying, if Love Bites goes number one, I'm going to drink myself to death. Oh. And, yeah. Nice. Um, very prophetic. Um, yeah, this is the most egregiously long fucking song this guy had This album has, like, weight. Every, I think every song but one is too goddamn long. And this is the most egregious of it. It's got that middle section that's fucking nowhere. And I don't mind samples, but I think they just don't do anything in this. And to top it off, you had that long, goofy middle section, then just go right back to a chorus. Like, you could have just cut all that shit out, make this song like half the fucking length, it'd be, it'd be better, but still, you know, it gets still kind of shit. So, yeah, I, I'm not digging this one. I like a part of it, but the rest, no. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me mention this while we're going. This is all the crap they, they, they mentioned. Well, I, I shouldn't say crap. I mean, good songs, but they mentioned Jumpin' Jack Flash, Rocket Man, Sgt. Pepper, uh, Ziggy Stardust, Benny and the Jets, Satellite of Love, Laser Love by T-Rex, Jet by Paul McCartney and Wings, uh, Black, which is a reference to Black Betty by Ram Jam, Johnny Be Good, Gene Genie, 
Killer Queen by Queen, uh, Dizzy Lizzy uh, that the Beatles did, Major Tom, of course, David Bowie, and Blockbuster by Sweet. I mean, it's like... Well, there's all little st- Lizzy in there. I, I saw it was like Dizzy, comma, well, Lizzy. Well, so well, I thought well, it's like Dizzy they, and then Lizzy yeah, is Lizzy. So yeah, they, I thought it was a comma, so... Right, yeah, but they, they say Dizzy... Miss Lizzie, and they said it's also a nod to Thin Lizzie, but it's like still, wow, all songs that are better than this. Ugh. I agree. <laughs> Ralph, I what do you think of this? Let the shit fest begin. What the fuck is this bullshit? All these mentions to great 60s and 70s songs to this fucking terrible sound and annoying as fuck with the oohs and the ahs. This is fucking garbage. Not played on the shit stereo tour, at least not the show I saw, because I actually saw this tour. I, and I saw this tour before uh, the, the before it broke. Um, and I did not see it in the round, by the way. This uh, was at the Sportatorium where well, it wasn't equipped to have it in the round. So I never saw, you know, what everybody knows about this tour. It was the first tour that was in the round. but And Tesla opened and... Uh, they didn't. They didn't play a lot of this album. At that, I'll, I'll go down the list. Like women, they did play, but they didn't play this song, and they didn't play a bunch of other singles that were on here. See, see, the thing is, "Rocket," as Ian mentioned, was the last single released on this album. I guarantee you, if this song was released before it broke, it wouldn't have done goddamn. It would have probably buried it. Because yeah. it's it's that bad, it's just terrible. As uh, like the second single from the album, Animal, uh, which which really killed the momentum. Because actually, women did uh, cause a buzz. Didn't really like. I think the album sold well when it first came out because of the strength of women. But then that when they released Animal, that's when it started to pummel, like plumb down the down the fucking uh, billboard charts. This is when they knew, they started to know, okay, we're in trouble. Because the second single, it, it just, it just fucked up the sales. It's a shitty single, a shitty song, a shitty video at a circus. This video would have been more appropriate if they zoomed in on all the elephant shit on the floor. Melodic schlop. I got to feel it in my blood. Feel what? HIV or AIDS? This killed the band for me. Fuck uh, this song. I hate this song. I cannot stand this fucking song. Where where did you see this tour at? Hollywood Sportatorium. Okay, I, I'm I'm looking for it right now to see if I can find your show. Yeah, uh, I can. No, dude, believe me, I can give you the set list, and it's the same set list you can find on the on the home video. The. Um, uh, in the round in your face, it was the same exact set list. Okay. And they also played an unplugged version of uh, uh, "Bringing on the Heartbreak" that was terrible. But it was a good show when they stopped playing these songs. You know, they opened up with "Stage Fright." They did "Die Hard to Hunter," which they didn't do "Die Hard to Hunter" when I saw the Pyromania tour. So that was good to see them do that. Yeah. And um, fucking terrible. What do you think, uh, Mr. T? <laughs> oh, man. So, Animal, this this was the reason why I bought this cassette, because I had it on cassette, because why, you know, why get it on a medium that's actually going to last? Um, 
One thing I would say, I think the lyrics in this album are just, they're kind of shit. They're kind of ass. No one's ever going to confuse Joe Elliott with like Bon Scott or David Lee Roth or Phil Lynette. But, or Millie Vanilli. Yeah, well. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, fuck, I love this fucking song. I, I'm loath to admit it, but I do. It's, it's a, I think it's a great pop song. It's not, it's not a metal song by any stretch of imagination, but it's a great pop song. It, I think they did a fine job on this song. So that's the reason I said, well, I like that. I'm going to go out and get that now and check out the rest of it and see what the rest is like. But this is one of the few songs I generally can say I really do love off this. What you got there, Ian? Uh, as I already said, this sucks. Or, or no, okay. Or wait a minute, we're in the third song. Animal, yeah. Oh, Animal, yeah. Um, parts I like about it, but for the most part, I fucking hate it. Uh, there's some guitar licks that I like and, and some rhythms that I like, but uh, overall, man, it's, it's it's a shitty fucking song and a, and a shitty fucking video that would never make me want to go to a circus. Like, I like, did like that Bell Lugosi guitar, though. Like, like, like I went to a, I, I went to see uh, Barnum and Bailey when I was like four. And it was a lot cooler than this fucking video. <laughs> this is like uh, John Wayne Gacy's circus. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this, this, this is bad, bad, not good, not good. Uh, not a fan of this fucking song. Yuck. Uh, yeah, second single off the album, fucking horrible. Horrible, that's what I got. All right, take a little bite. Oh, oh, God. The, uh, the sixth single off this album... And, and and so fucking bad. And I'll never forget. I know I mentioned it before. Uh, the time this album came out, I was living in Southern Illinois, Bloomington, Illinois, and there was a local college station uh, that would play a, a metal show. It was called Metal on Your Teeth. And I actually called one night requesting "Love Bites" by Judas Priest because I at that time I just discovered Defenders of the Faith. Love that fucking song. And they fucking played this instead. No, no, no. Well, th- no, no. This hadn't come out yet. I requested this before Stereo was released. Okay. But I, I, I remember the DJs like laugh. Obviously, they didn't know Defenders of the Faith. You know, they were just some stupid kids who had no business, you know, hosting a metal show because they made fun of me on the air. Like Love Bites. Like what a stupid fucking name. Uh, we've never heard of this song. No, we're not playing that. I don't even think that's a real fucking song. And I was really like, you know, I'm like, cause I'm like fucking 11. I'm like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, it's like, I got all buttered <laughs> about it, you know, but fast forward a few months later, they're playing love bites by Death leopard nonstop. And I'm like, you fucking assholes. You know, like you made fun of me. You made fun of the song title, you know? For an awesome metal fucking song, but now you're playing this fucking horse shit. Oh, I was so pissed. But yeah, this, this, this is fucking shit for you know girls who just got their period, you know, and they're pining over some kid in study hall. This, this is you know, I, I'm not the ballad guy, you know, but there's some ballads I know are you know it's a good song. This is no fucking home sweet home, kids. This is fucking, this is shit for girls who are just now applying a plastic applicator up their fucking wazoo. Fucking horrible, horrible fucking 
pussy rock for women. I detest this fucking crap. Absolute garbage. I hate this song. What do you think, Ralph? This song bites. I yes. hate it. It's fucking terrible. And this is the song that took this album to the stratosphere, actually. This song this is a song went to number one. Yeah, uh, did. Another song that was not played on the tour until it was a single. Thank God. Would you uh, play it? <laughs> I, I didn't get to see them do that. Uh, and, you know, when you make love, do you look in the mirror? Well, I've, if I did like this song, I would see a guy being rammed in the mirror. Uh, which means, you know, uh, I, I, what, what I mean by that, if I like this song, then if I made love while looking in the mirror, it'd be a guy behind me fucking me in the ass. It's fucking putrid. It's a putrid ballad. It's fucking terrible in every fucking realm of... And, I, and I'm not a fucking hater of ballads like, like Ian, you know? I... I appreciate a good ballad, but this is definitely not a good ballad. This is, it's almost like adult contemporary bullshit. It's like fucking Kenny G with fucking lyrics, you know? It's just, it's just terrible. I hate it. What do you think, Mr. T? Yeah. Um, now, if you're among our four teens of Ironcast fans who may be listening to this, and if you're astute enough, you know that I generally hate ballads. And you know what? Here is no goddamn exception. This is some USDA grade A horse shit. Um, this is like some weird cuckold horse shit, like some dude sitting in the corner watching his watching a woman getting fucked. And I, I'm like, how can, what is this? This is horrible. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but back around the time this was a single, I used to watch David Letterman pretty regularly. And I, and I remember like for about a week or so, he would talk about how much he loved this fucking song. And I went through, like, is he fucking trolling us? <laughs> is he, is he like, serious? Does he really love this thing, or is it just fucking around? But, yeah, this song is terrible. I agree with you guys. It, it's one of the songs that helped make this album sell an umpteen bajillion fucking copies, and I think it's garbage. That gives him the fifth track, the album that, the song that really put this album in the fucking stratosphere. Pour some sugar on me. And, yeah, the, the shit just keeps on coming here. This is another fucking horse shit. I... I mean, this song, Bounced Ring of Fire, made that like a B-side. And from a business point, I get it because this song became a humongous fucking hit. I love Ring of Fire. It should have been on this album somewhere, but it wasn't. And I mean, like this, the lyrics are especially goofy in this, but I actually, I don't, I don't mind the fact they're goofy. But one thing, I'm, I've got a question. I'm not quite sure. Um, doesn't Sticky Sweet mean like a slang for cum? And uh, like, so, maybe, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I'm covered, I'm covered, sticky sweet from head to head. You're covered in cum? Oh, that's good, dude. Well, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it would. I mean, this is, yeah, this song's fucking garbage. I, and... I, I, I thought that was highlights in his hair. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> is that moose? <laughs> so, oh, this song's horseshit. I can't stand it. What you got there, Ralph? Yeah, the song that saved this album. And still the biggest song off the album and one of the most annoying pop rock songs ever written. Def Leppard. This is like this be deaf, yo. Also I was like, like why okay. You know, and then and then Paul Stanley is off and fucking rips this off for um Read My oh, yeah. Body. Yeah, the worst kiss song in my opinion. 
Now, I understand why he did because, you know, he saw the fact that this song sold a fuckload of copies. But, they, but yeah, Ugh, whatever. I, I just find that there's nothing more annoying than a bunch of Sheffield blokes trying to rap. But, but, but it worked for the masses, and to many that, it makes it a good song. You know, take the bottle, shake it up, then shove it up the ass of this song and make sure it breaks so it can pour some blood out of the ass of this song. Thank you. Little goatsy. Hate this fucking song. All right, I'll get. I'll take the other one. Oh, hold on. No, I gotta talk oh, about yeah, this piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate this motherfucker. Uh, the third single off the album. Can it get any worse than this? The only thing that's awesome about this song is it never made it to number one thanks to "Hold On to the Night" by Richard Marks. <laughs> oh, kept kept this from going to number one. Oh my. god. God, is this horrible. The only positive I will give to this song, and it is HIV, is that it harkens me back to a time where you went to a strip club and they played hard rock. Because now, anytime you go to a strip club, it's all fucking rap. But there there was a time when it was all hard rock. You know, you saw girls who had no idea who their father were dance to, like, Motley Crue. And, 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 and shit like this. Uh, but what a fucking crap song. I mean, seriously. I, I think after Pyromania, I would take any Poison album over any Death Leopard album. Because at, at, at least, you know, Poison never was good. You know, these, these guys were actually a good hard rock band that turned into this fucking monstrosity. Uh, but God damn it, never underestimate the power of white chicks because white chicks love this fucking song. And I don't get it. I don't know that Ring of Fire you're talking about, the B-side. Yeah, that's a good song. I like it. I, I, I've got it on, uh, you know, because me, like, oh, there's a special edition. Okay, Mr. X, get that for me. And half the times I'll never listen to the B-side unless it's an album I like. And uh, this isn't one I like, so I never went and listened to that. So I have no idea what that is or, you know, if you're right there. But the A-side is a fucking F-side. Fuck this song. Jesus Christ. I hate this fucking shit. I don't even know if Johnny Vogan likes this song. And that's saying something. <laughs> Damn, that is bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe Johnny Vogan will correct me after this episode, but I gotta think Johnny Vogan's like, nah, I like vagina. You know, you never know uh, though. He, you know, he and I'm a- sorry, dude. Uh, you, you can play me the worst rap song at a strip club, and it'll give me the same fucking charge that this one would do at a strip club. I, 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 I seriously, it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. You know, it's just fucking. An abomination, and you know, I mean, here's the thing, dude. If this album came out, like if this was the very first Def Leppard, and it came out in 1980, I would have fucking hated it. I would have said, "Well, this band sucks," you know. So, but the fact that they made three albums that I loved before to come out with this, it's like, ah, it's fucking terrible. It's just so fucking bad. Go ahead, get the next one, Armageddon. All right, Armageddon, it, the fifth single 
off this goddamn piece of shit. Oh, Armageddon. Even the title is fucking horrible. I mean, can, can it get any worse than this? Unfortunately, the answer is probably yes, but... Oh, man, this is so, so far removed from what I loved about this band, which was a two-armed drummer and some good guitar licks. Uh, it, it, it's so, it's so fucking plastic and small. Like, you can't allow this around children. Because, like, it's a choke hazard. This shit is fucking horrible. I hate this goddamn song. No, I'm not a getting it. This shit fucking sucks. And, and I, gotta, I gotta send a special shout-out here to Brian Schaefer. Uh, Brian he never Schaefer. listens to us, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but 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 people who listen will tell him that I talked about him. Uh, this band loves this fucking album and says you're in denial if you don't fucking acknowledge the greatness of Hysteria. <laughs> but this is an also man, also a man who said either it was like Cabo Wobble or Feel So Good was a great song if you take away Sammy's vocals. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's really not. You're wrong. You're wrong. But it's okay, because I have gay friends like uh, Greg Barnes, who will tell you this song is so gay, he wouldn't suck its dick. This shit is terrible. 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 Bad I think he actually likes this song, to be honest. What's that? I think he actually likes this song, to be honest. Shut up. You're ruining my fantasy of Greg. <laughs> I want to pretend it's a man sucking my dick. Uh, oh, this is horrible. This is horrible. What do you what, what do you think of Arm Armageddon, it, uh, Mr. T? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. For one, I'm not a fan of puns generally, and yeah, this. I'm yeah. So the punny title can go fuck itself. Um. I mean, at best, it's okay. At best. But after the previous two songs, it's 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 leaps and bounds above them. I mean, there are a couple little parts I like. I think, like that little bit, like in the chorus, not that Armageddon ship right before it. I think that's catchy as fuck, and I enjoy that. But and what do you like that? Give me all of your loving. Oh yeah, my god. Like, I know, it's actually catchy. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, Why do I like this? I know. Bit. Give me oh, all I, know. I know, I just, oh. it's, it's embarrassed to admit, but I can't explain it. But I will say, too, like, this song, I think the end, it's, it ends on a fade out, doesn't it? I think, and, and one thing that, being around Luca long enough, I'm actually starting to rub off, it's starting to rub me in this idea, like, you know, fade outs kind of suck. And uh, this Mr. one just does Mr. nothing. Oh, uh, Mr. T, you're a lawyer, right? Yes. Objection. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel sorry for your clients. Oh, my yeah. God. How much they time, pay, they, how much time they is pay the last well. person doing? <laughs> they, they pay me well. I, well, I don't do uh, criminals. Um, I kind of uh, wish... Oh, good for you. I don't, I don't I'll, want to be a mob oh, lawyer. My, oh, my God. You, you're a lawyer in Germany. Who are your clients? Goebbels? And, yeah. uh... <laughs> Can you imagine if you were a criminal worse. lawyer? My, my, my clients are worse. They're corporations. All right. Oh. it. Ooh, a play on words. in it. Get it? This song's about Rick Allen. Because he only has one arm. The song is not called Arms of Getting It. That's funny. That's funny. 
song is terrible. Fuck you, Def Leppard. Alright, the next song. Gods of War. Ah, the deep track that most who hate this album will point to this one as the only good song on the album. I point at it with a double barrel shotgun and shoot the goddamn CD player for it to stop. God of War, like more like God of Sucking Songs. This one be the epic pile of shit on this song. Yes, I think it's the worst song on the album. If you if you want to get down to it, I think Love Bites and Pour Some Sugar on Me are even better than this fucking epic piece of shit. Thank you. I'm still laughing at Armageddon. I never liked that. Arms I like that. No, it's not Arms Again, and he lost an arm. Yes, I know. Arms singular. <laughs> that was. Mm. I'm still laughing. Uh, but I, I will say, this is the only other song I like on the album. Yeah, figures. So I, it's it's cool. It's hip to like this one. Uh, I I don't think it's a perfect song. In fact, I wrote in my notes. I want to like it more than I do, but there's just something about it, like, like eh, it, it it ain't. They, I I think there's a good song maybe buried in here, under layers of overdubs and robot Casio drums, uh, but uh, you know it's not as good as women. But I, I think there could have been something here, but uh, yeah. I, so I, I'm Go ahead, of, Mr. T. I know Mr. T loves this one. I right. guarantee he loves this one. I'm sorry, dude. I think it's okay at best. Um, really? It's an overly long song. It's a big problem. I like the use of samples and the sound bites, but I think it's a little derivative of some of the previous songs, and it's almost a little boring in spots, too. But... I don't know, I like cut it down and maybe they'll get so much polish. It'd probably be a little bit, of, be a better song, but it's just okay. And that gets in the eighth track. Don't shoot shotgun. Oh, yeah, this is some filler horse shit. It's dated, just boring. I, you know, I don't know why this is on here. They could have booted this for like Ring of Fire or even, um, Fuck was that was another like one I they, they took off I liked too. I, I like I liked the um version of Tear It Down before it got overly polished on adrenalized. But they could have easily put that here instead. This is this is horseshit. And then filler. It's just not why is it here? What you got there, Ralph? Yeah, you know, this 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 is a song that's under layers of fake ass trigger sounding drums and it's just shitty. It's fucking shit through and through don't shoot shotgun okay i won't i'll, I'll fucking nuke it and armageddon it <laughs> fuck, fuck this song what do you think ian oh my god so far on this album this is the worst song yet and that's saying something i, I mean this is really really fucking bad i would take any fucking song off a of look what the cat dragged in over this. And that's including the one with the razzmatazz and shit. Oh my god, this is so, so fucking bad. It's funny because if you look at, like, you know, side one, side two, whatever, um, it's all about side one. And the only song released from side two was the title track. Uh,. So it's kind of funny for an album being as huge as this is, and you know, let's not fool ourselves. 
this was a huge fucking album. Yeah. Uh, man, it's really front loaded. I mean, if you even like that shit. Uh, yeah, this is like, wow. So when you were saying, Mr. T, like, oh, you think some of this is, you know, too, uh, you know, too many people make fun of it. No, not enough people make fun of it. And <laughs> not enough people who bought this album had stood up and said, hey, I made a fucking mistake, you know? Oh, my God. It's an Don't... album that sold 10 million records. I mean, seriously, I, I could think of uh, more albums that were fucking uh, made fun of that, that, that would justify, hey, this one doesn't oh. really deserve all the hate. Oh, my this God. This one sold 10 million albums. There's not enough hate for this. Okay, hold, hold on. Hey, 10, 10 million, you're being kind. In the U.S. alone, it's so it's so it's so twelve million. Yeah, but Ian, I say ten million because two million applies to us. We bought it too. Then we yeah. realize it. The two million yeah. that bought it and realized, holy shit, what the <laughs> fuck did I just do? Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking exactly. to ten million that actually liked it. Exactly. We got hoodwinked. Yeah. <laughs> we got fucked by this. Hoodwinked. Oh. Oh <laughs> That's my. That's the first time I ever heard that term. Hoodwinked. Bamboozled. <laughs> is hoodwinked actually a term? Yes. Yeah. Very, yeah. I love it. Hoodwinked. Yeah, we got hoodwinked. <laughs> hoodwinked. We got hoodwinked, say? Yeah. That's a, that's a great, great term, word. I love those two words. I don't even know how that applies to Big Switch, but it's still good. Hoodwinked. <laughs> this album should have been good. Hoodwinked hysteria. <laughs> It should have gone, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Got your money. Oh, my God. This album should have been called Come Here, Use Record Store. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo-wee. All right, uh, Mr. T. Yes. <laughs> I'm still waiting for some for you to defend. Why, why, why don't you tell us what you think about Run Riot? <laughs> well... Here is one of those. I love this fucking song. Oh my god! I know it's maybe uh, it's. I'm, I'm kind of beaten down from the previous songs, but fuck, I do you, love this. No, this you a, sh- no, you should be beaten down. You're <laughs> like this. I think it's like a. I think it's a fine pop metal song. It's. I mean, it seems like kind of like one of those like arena type, <laughs> pumping songs. Hell yeah, like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, but. I really do dig this one. I know it's I'm probably in a, I know I'm in a minority on this episode, but no, I really do love this song. I have no complaints. What you got there, Ralph? Second best song on the album. Oh, <laughs> what? God. Hey, what do you what do you complain about, Ian? You know this is shit. You see what I did there? Yeah. You, you hoodwinked me. I hoodwinked you. <laughs> no, actually, I gotta say this song. If you take out the layers of harmonies uh, and, and you know, just it would be like kind of like an action, not words off the last album. Like it would be like the, the, the shitty song off a really good album. If you just took away all those shitty layers of harmonies and and but but still nowhere near as good as action, not words. Uh, it's a shitty song. But after everything I've heard so far after women, it's like. Oh man, okay, this one ain't. This one's not causing diarrhea, you know. It's, uh, I mean, it's a slight diarrhea with with chunks of shit, but uh, uh, it, it's terrible. But yeah, it, it is my second favorite, you know. Not as much Olestra. 
what is that? Alestra? Yeah, it's, it causes like diarrhea. And, like, does that, they put that stuff in like, like a fat substance? They put in like potato chips? Yeah. Isn't well, it ages ago? Yeah. yeah. Run Ride does suck, though. I mean, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying everything sucks on here, you know? But but it's like, it it, it, it sucks less. It's like America. America's the greatest. Uh, America sucks, but it sucks less than the other countries. You know what I mean? That's that's Run Riot for me. Alrighty. You better run. Run Riot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this fucking horrible? How did this make the fucking album? And this is an album of songs where I'm like, how did this make the fucking album? Oh, my God. This is so bad. This, this has zero razzmatazz. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I'm missing poison now. Oh, my. I, I am really missing poison. This this makes fucking nothing but a good time sound like fucking cashmere. God damn. This is, I, I can't believe anybody has something positive to say about this other than HIV. Charlie Sheen would not give this a tiger blood rating. This is fucking terrible. Run, Riot! Oh my God! Losing. Not, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. This sounds like the fucking background music to a Crystal Light commercial. This is fucking terrible. Run, right, run, right, run the fuck away from this shit, Jesus Christ! I can't believe either of you said anything nice about run fucking riot, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh my God! All right, fuck that song. Let's go to the fucking title track. What a fucking steaming piece of <laughs> shit this is. I get hysterical. Hysteria. Well, can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you don't believe it? You don't believe it. Oh, my God. What kind of fucking pansy-ass fucking bullshit is this? Let alone the title track. You know what the fucking cover of this is? My fucking head exploded when I heard this fucking faggot <laughs> fucking crap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and I mean, no disrespect to faggots because, I mean, Jesus, I don't even think they like this. Uh, no, they don't. God, they don't oh my God. This this is so bad. This, oh my God. This, this is why I hate white people. Jesus Christ. This fucking song. God damn. Oh my God. This shit makes, like, share if I could turn back time, sound like fucking uh, sanitarium. Jesus fucking Christ. This is so fucking bad. This is so, so fucking bad. I mean, I mean, really, really fucking bad. You know, this is what you can see, like, a band like Journey. Like, everybody likes to rag on Journey. Like, oh, corporate rock. Journey sucks so bad. Their ballads are about a gazillion miles above this fucking dreck. This is really, really bad shit. I mean, this this, this is fucking, this is fucking horrible. And if you like this, uh, Amazon says, try a dick in your mouth or your ass. This shit is fucking horrible. Hysteria. Jesus fucking. You should have known when they named the album, like, Ooh, what best represents this shit? Oh, this shit. Oh, my God. Is, is this fucking... Oh, God. Oh, oh. Mr. T, tell me you like this shit. Well, it's a ballad. People know how much I generally don't like ballads. It's a cheesy, saccharine-fueled ballad. It's got so much cheese and sugar. 
you're going to get clogged arteries, you're going to get constipated, and you're going to get diabetes all at the same time. Diabetes. Di- got diabetes. Now, that said, this is my favorite song off the fucking album. Oh, oh and you're a fucking Ramones <laughs> fan. I know. Oh. I love this song for all the wrong fucking reasons. I can't believe it. I don't know why. It's. I think it's a great song. It's a beautifully crafted song. And to top it off, like the very end, they rip off um, Heroes from David Bowie. Oh. And I, I, I like, think you love it because when your mom heard this, she's like, oh, my son's a fag. I get it. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, now I, I understand. I, 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 I can't understand. I, I love it for the wrong reasons. I have to admit, I think it's a very beautiful song. It's very emotion-filled. It's I generally like, like ballads, but I this one really got me. I love it. I, I think you're com- you're confusing emotion with shit. Oh. Oh Lord. wait, that's that's because all the cheese. I'm, I'm I'm all stuffed up. Oh. So how am I wrong there, Ralph? I think you should get a fucking AIDS test. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this song fucking sucks so hard. So fucking hard. Well, I, I will say one positive thing about it. One, and it's not HIV. On YouTube, there's a version of Vivian Campbell doing this song, Unplugged, where it's actually good. Because it, it doesn't have all the fucking the sounds of uh, on this version that's just so terrible. And that stupid, that little guitar sound. Oh my God, it annoys me to no fucking end. It is a good cure for insomnia, but it's another flop single because it was released before Poured Some Sugar on Me. That's what it was. It was like, what was it? Women, then Animal, then this. It's like, okay, it keeps going down the chart because it's fucking, it's just terrible. It's just, it's just a fucking shitty fucking song. Yeah, now, single. I'm, I'm going to take back what I said about Run Riot. The second best song on this album is Excitable, actually. I love this song because it ends this shit. It's the no. light at the end of the shitty no, tunnel no, of crap. No, there's one more song after it. Yeah. Well, not my version. Huh. Uh, what, uh, oh, what, what you, song? You must have got spared. No, the last song is Love and Affection. Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe maybe I just couldn't hang no more. <laughs> I just turned it off. <laughs> All right, then that's my second favorite song on the album. Let me just describe it as excitable. I love Love and Infection because it ends this shit. It's the light at the end of the shitty tunnel of crap. This song is just as good as every song from Rocket On. Pure shit. Woohoo, fuck off hysteria. That's what I think of uh, the last song, but Excitable, I remember listening to it, and uh, I did have to go get a fucking blood test. And I did get AIDS. Fucking A, man. From this you got song. AIDS. Oh my God! Excite, excitable. It, you know, I, I just put on here. I was like, "Wow, does this suck? How did this make the fucking album? I mean, this is, this is really, really, really bad music. I, I, I mean, when you think about all the other crap that came out at this time, and there, there was a lot of crap. There was some great stuff too, but man, there was, there was some utter fucking crap, and. I, I honestly, I mean this like so sincere. I would take poison any day over this shit. Excitable. It, it, it's fucking, it's horrible. That's what it should have been called, horrible. They must have spelled the first half of this fucking song. Terrible, terrible, horrible, uh, unexcusable. 
There's all kinds of bulls, but not excitable. Jesus Christ, what do you think, Mr. T? Um, this is an album that features Pour Some Sugar On Me and Love Bites and Don't Shoot Shotgun. And to me, this is the worst fucking song off the album. I absolutely hate this. I mean, I, I kind of... You know, you got that robot perv and retard asthmatic at the beginning, which kind of sounds like the prostate exam I had. You know, I had the doctor, the big um, sausage fingers, like, are you, uh, uh, I just. I uh, hate to break it to you. Those weren't his fingers. Hey. Yeah. 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 When, when, he has, now. when he has his hands on your shoulders, that's not yeah. a prosthetic stand. You just get <laughs> fucked. He's like, oh, uh, on the plus hands side. On my hip then. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> because you don't have cancer, but you are a Def Leppard fan. You know? Yeah. I mean, this is the most dated fucking song. This is just some really bad mid-80s horse shit. Fucking hate this goddamn song. And I agree. I don't know why this is on here. They could have easily put one of the other two songs I mentioned, which are just much better than this. This garbage. And that gives them the last track, Love and Affection. And this is, a, this is like a hysteria ripoff. I mean, it just sounds like another kind of a weak ballad. And I'm actually surprised this wasn't a single, because if this would have been a single, this probably would have been a, maybe at least a marginal hit. I don't know. I'm surprised it didn't make it. It's just this cheesy, horseshit, uh, wet fart way to end this album. How about you there, Ian? Uh, to me, this is Animal Part 2. If you listen to it, actually, like the, the guitar lick on this, it sounds like it's uh, like you have a 45 of Animal, but you're playing it on 33, and it's going slower. Because it is. It's like the same lick as Animal, but slower. And uh, I, I'll never forget Greg Barnes uh, and I were having a conversation about when he came out to his father. He told his, told his father he was gay, and he's like, he's like, well, you don't like love and affection, do you? He goes, no, no, I'm just gay. I'm just gay. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I, I, I can brag to you to the guys at work, you know. You know, at least you don't like love and affection. Oh my God, what a what a horrible way uh, to end this. The only positive thing I can say about this song is is poor Ralph was spared from it when he was listening yeah. to this. No, no, actually, I did hear this. I did hear this. I I, I see the note now. I do have oh. a review for love and affection. Oh yeah. It's just three words. No, it's four words, actually. Uh, fuck you, Mr. T. That's what I wrote. <laughs> oh, glad oh. to assist. Well, there you go. I mean, this is a mega fucking selling album. As I'm looking right now, 12 times platinum in the United States, which is over diamond. Uh... 10 times platinum in Canada, two times platinum in the United Kingdom, four times platinum in Australia. I'm, I mean, just, you know, and I, even when, when I told my old lady about this, I was like, oh God, we got a review of Stereo. She's like, I love that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, and that's why I don't love you. I just, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like, that's why I sleep with you two times a month. You know, ah, you love this album. It's like, it's so bad. It's so bad. And, uh, you know, you know, just to make Ralph smile again, I'm going to say hoodwinked. 
We were hoodwinked <laughs> by this band that was for three albums was so good and showed so much promise. Hoodwinked stereo. But uh, but god damn, I mean this shit happens, and then they they, they spend the rest of their career denouncing metal. Uh, you know, this is our true heart. This is who we are. And, and it really pisses me off when, you know, like, especially like Joe is like, oh, I love David Bowie and I love fucking uh, the Hoople. Well, that shit's a lot better than this fucking crap. Why are you dragging these guys' good names in the fucking dirt? You know, with your fucking schlock. You know, but it's just like, what the fuck happened? And it really makes me think, is everything I loved about this band revolved around an alcoholic midget called Pete Willis. Yep. You know, and, and I got to think that guy was the heart and soul. What a shame. I mean, he was involved, involved in that band Gugamog or whatever the fuck their name was. It was... Uh, uh, yeah, Gugamog, which yeah. was an EP, but yes. really it only it had one song that was so good, but the other two were like throwaway tracks. I, I've got it, never listened to it, but... but yeah, for, one track's really good off it with uh, but, Paul Diano, Janet yes. Gears, and Clyde Burr. Yes, and and Pete Willis. Yeah. So for our listeners, check check that out. I mean, unfortunately, uh, you know, the the Pete Willis never went on to do anything else, and uh, and it, it's a sad fact because when that man was in the band, and uh, Rick Allen had two arms. But then, you know, Ralph, you hit me onto something I had no idea about. You told me that on Pyromania was fucking robot drums. And I yes. did not know I did yeah. not know that. Yeah it is, yeah. Yeah, they were started using that stuff there. Yeah, yeah, I I had no no fucking idea, but I will tell you what, those those first three, I mean obviously well I shouldn't say obviously. In, in my opinion, On Through the Night is the weakest. Um but uh you know and and high and dry is the best and well, I don't know. High and Dry and fucking Pyromania are so neck and neck. I, I love, love Pyromania. I never get tired of it. Even the lesser tracks. I mean, that's, it's just part of my childhood. It's in my DNA, you know, fucking Pyromania. I mean, I, I fucking love it so much. But, you, you know, I, I don't know if, if a band I love has ever let me down as much as they have. I mean, maybe kiss everything post uh fucking you know reunion i don't know but uh i don't know i think death leopard's even worse it's just such a such a fucking atrocity i mean so bad and it's it's got us even but lang didn't want anything to do with these assholes after this album he didn't want to he didn't want to do this album and then when he did and it's probably the best selling album well, no, I should say it. Uh, Back in Black, Back in Black is the best-selling album Mutt Lang yeah, was ever yeah. involved with. Yeah. But uh, you know, maybe a Shania Twain album might have beaten Hysteria. I don't know, but uh, but you know, it's like even he doesn't want to go back to this shit. You know, that's saying something. Uh, this shit's just fucking garbage. And in a way, uh, I-, I compliment you, Mr. T, for picking this. Be, be, because everybody loves a train wreck. Everybody loves that shit. I mean, there's nothing more boring than when we do an episode where everybody loves it. You, you know, even though it's an album that, you know, deserves attention and everybody's like, yes, go check this out. Everybody loves to hear a shit on stuff. And if you love to hear a shit on stuff, then you're going to love this fucking episode. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, this oh, is... No, 
crap, everything that was wrong with metal at this time and hard rock uh, could be summed up in this. You know, Th- this is how you get fucking danger, danger. You know, is shit like this. Absolutely fucking horrible. You guys fight amongst yourselves. I gotta take a hot piss. Well, uh, alright. We'll wait for him. Okay. You got a pick of the week? Yes, I do. A, a movie this time. <laughs> okay. I'm looking through uh, albums of 1987. I, I, I chose some... a movie. I chose a movie of 87. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I picked something from that year to find, like this, you know, just to say, look, 87 wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I'm looking through the list, and there's a lot of shitty albums from. Was it though? Yeah. I mean, it's just. I mean, fuck. I'm thinking like you know, of all like the type of hair shit that was being done by Banjo and Expected, maybe Turbo was the best. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Turbo '86? Yeah, but it was it was the year before. But still, I mean, like it's all like hey, like these like you know you don't expect say like Judas Priest to come out with like a a glam hair metalish type album. And then they went off and did it with Turbo. Well, it's probably the best one. It's better than like you know, like anything from fucking Poison or. Okay, I'm back. No, it's not better than Poison. Turbo. What? Turbo's oh, not better. Yeah. Oh, Turbo's better than Poison. Yeah. I even agree with that. And I hate Turbo. <laughs> when we um did our Turbo review for Off the Rails, we had a uh, Grandma Dope on with us. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice and... guy. Nice yeah, guy. it was great. It was it was a great episode. It was fun. I had to bring him back on. Um, I bought his book. Greg bought his book. I'm halfway through well, it. He, he gave me his book. How is it? It's interesting. It's an interesting read. It's like, I mean, the guy lists some shit like, wow, I can't believe some of the shit this guy went through. It's amazing. Yeah. No, he, he gave it to me, him and uh, uh, DC 101. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, the director, they all want to come on the show. And uh, Grant, Graham gave me a copy of his book. I need to check it out. I need to read it. Yeah, it's interesting, but you know, we we did Turbo, and it turned out I ended up giving it the best fucking review over all the four of us, and I was surprised. Um, <laughs> I just so, but uh, when you were mentioning though about how like you got like you know, sometimes like people don't like hearing episodes where everyone loves shit, um, I think our Faith in the War episode was pretty good. And, oh, I, you know, I, I well, I, I I need to hear it. I, 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 I I'll never know. I, was, <laughs> I, I I gotta admit I was surprised that it do better than 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 it has so far because so many people have asked for a fucking I mean that is our number one most requested fucking band to review that we've never Tough done shit. is Faith No More. I thought they to hear Ralph crap on it is probably why. Uh, ain't gonna happen. No, no, yeah. I, no, and I know that and I accept it. That's why I did it on Ironcast, but I mean God, we recorded it so long ago, but I remember it being really good, but I was like I thought for sure people were going to go ape shit, and then when I when I saw the numbers, I was like, "Wow, I can't believe yeah, that." I think this- it has about two hundred plays, which I, I I thought I'd get a little more too, to be honest. But then again, yeah. I'm I'm actually shocked that our right now our most played episode is fucking too low for zero. Wow, I know that. Elton that's John. Elton John, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was that, that's the one with I'm still standing. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it's funny, fucking, uh, you know, because on my on my new radio show, I say you can request the uh, the band or the artist, but not the song, mm-hmm. and and I I keep repeating that so people get it drilled through their head. But fucking Big Bushy comes on there, he's like, "Oh, can you play some off of Too Low for Zero? I'm like, "No, bitch, uh, you asked for that. I'm gonna go one fucking eighty. So I played uh, uh, 
Went off a tumbleweed connection. Uh, burned down. Burned down the fucking whatever. Uh, I can't remember. Good song though. Too long. Right. I'm so <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it has Bruno. It has Bruno Tonelli's moose knuckle in the video. Exactly. God, that thing is front and fucking center. Uh. <laughs> All righty. Uh, okay, so we talked about this. Uh, you ready to come out? And we'll do pick of the week. Yes. All right. All right. Well, for better or for worse, there's our review of Hysteria. Now it's time to go to pick of the week. And uh, let's see, Mr. T, if we can do better this time. What is your yes. pick of the week? <laughs> so I decided I want to choose something from 1987, and I'm choosing a movie. And okay. I um, let's get something from this period. And I noticed that I want to choose a Schwarzenegger film. I noticed that there were two films he had in 87. He had Predator and The Running Man, but I'm choosing The Running Man. Now, you know, they're both fun, goofy science fiction. Just get some popcorn and just watch the, watch the gunplay type movies. But Running Man has something that Predator doesn't have that I want to discuss about these goofy-ass Schwarzenegger films. A bad first, script. Yeah, well, yeah, they all got bad scripts. But um, first, can you believe this film would feature... Two future U.S. governors, Jesse oh, really? Ventura. Yeah, I got some big plans for Minnesota, McMahon. And, and yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I was like, who would have thought these two would be governors? And you know, it's got all the stupid, stupid one-liners like, "I look, you was sub-zero, now plain zero," and like, oh god. But now, and here's the t- here's the biggest reason why I chose Running Man. Now, I can suspend a lot of disbelief when it comes to Schwarzenegger's movies. A lot of it, you know, a, invisible space alien hunting down people in the jungles of like Central and South America. Okay, I'm cool with that. Um, Arnold having a twin who's Danny DeVito. Okay, fine. Arnold giving birth to a child. Okay, fine. Him coming onto a movie in the script is like, "Hi, I'm the butcher of Bakersfield, Ben Richards." It's like, <laughs> really? Or um. I am Detective John Kimball. I I am uh, Harry Tasker. Uh, Who I'm is your man. daddy? Yeah. What does he what do? Does he do? I am Howard Langston. I mean, really, like you know, you guys couldn't have changed the fucking script to give him like a name I could actually believe with that fucking voice. <laughs> but no. So yeah, I think The Running Man is a great fun bad film from '87. Uh, go check it out for all its goofy glory. What's your pick of the week, there, Ralph? Uh, I too, I actually went because of hysteria. Because of hysteria, I went on Wikipedia and looked at all the albums that came out in '87. And holy fuck, did a lot of my favorite bands release shitty albums in that uh, in that year? Not as bad as hysteria, but wasn't it Crazy some, Nights was this year too? Yes. Yeah, that was. It's just a bunch of. But it also dawned on me why I hate hysteria so much because. By the time Hysteria came out, I was already into the the thrash, like you know the, the spreading the disease was in, and uh, before that, and uh, you know Metallica and Slayer and all that. So that was really my my uh, my thing at the time. So, but if Def Leppard would have released it at another Pyromania, I would have been into it. But no, so I'm going with uh, a, a band that I discovered 
1987 through my friend George, who had the cassette. Holy George? No, not Holy George. It was a different George. And um, a band called Carnivore. Yes. And, and their album Retaliation. Yes. It totally blew my mind. And I wasn't really that big on crossover at the time. But this was like the first crossover album that I was like, oh man, I'm really digging this. Because it was just so politically incorrect. You know, with Jesus Hitler and, you know, suck my dick and shit like that, you know. and um, Sex and violence. It's just a really rip-roaring, crazy fucking album. And um, I just love it. I love... uh, I, I love this band and and, and again kind of like and also to put in the in the motif of hysteria they turn into that band that I don't like that Ian got a t- tattoo of yes but I do agree uh, Typo Negative did the greatest Black Sabbath cover I've ever heard but uh, other than that I, I really can't get into that band but Carnivore is the shit Retaliation it's so left field from hysteria that I had to throw in here <laughs> To put a little redemption into this goddamn episode. Thank you. Well, I just want to say I love uh, Carnivore. I love, you know, both the first album and uh, Retaliation. Uh, I didn't discover them until after um, Typo Negative, but I was so happy when I think, was it Battle Blade that re released them or somebody? Or no, Roadrunner. Roadrunner did the re releases of those. And uh, I, I love them, but I, I love anything Pete Steele. Uh, and amazing, amazing, and, and way different. And I would recommend, like, to people who like Carnivore but don't like Typo, check out the first Typo, Slow, Deep, and Hard. I, I, I think that'll be more your vein uh, than anything that came after. But, uh, yes, I am a huge, huge Typo fan. But uh, I, I totally appreciate, you know, my favorite uh, Carnivore song is God is Dead. Oh my God! Do I love that song? Yeah. Uh, That's not the first one. Yeah. But uh, what I gotta, I gotta say, you made me change my pick of the week, uh, there, Mister T. I because, did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because because you made me pick the album that I bought right before I went to see the Running Man because I remember very vividly. I went to go see the Running Man at the Paramount Theater in Kankakee, Illinois, mm-hmm. and and before that, I had my my grandfather take me to Chicago Records, where I <coughs> I bought half my collection that I have now was bought from Chicago Records, uh, an awesome independent record store that, to my knowledge, is still up and running, um, but I went and bought Doc <coughs> Doc and Back for the Attack. Which is, uh, and I, I know this is heresy to most people, my favorite docking album of all time. <coughs> Better is, than Under Lock and Key, I'll t- give you that. Yeah. Uh, I, I lo- and as much as I love Tooth and Nail, I love Breaking the Chains and stuff like that. Uh, and, and it's one of those <coughs> it, it's one of those albums that is like from that era. It is so fucking long. But I love Kiss of Death. I love The Prisoner. Uh Night by night, stand in the shadows, heaven sent, Mr. Scary, so many tears, burning like a flame, lost behind the wall, stop fighting love, cry of the gypsy, sleepless nights, dream warriors, 
And if you have the special edition, a title track, which is funny because it was only available as a Japanese bonus <coughs> track, is the actual Back for Attack song. Uh, oh, man, I was so waiting for that because I wanted to have a copy of uh, Dream Warriors, which had, had come out you know, earlier. Uh, but I, I, I love that fucking album. I, I love early docking. Uh, you know, after this album is very hit or miss for me. But I love that. But, but, but I mean, it's one of those childhood memories I'll always have. Is my grandfather like, hey, before we go to the movies, can we go to Chicago Records? And I bought that. And then I went and saw The Running Man at the Paramount. And, uh, and I love that movie as well. I love Carnivore. So these are all great picks that are much better than Hysteria. All right. Well, now it's time to go into Pan. <coughs> are you going to be all right there, boss? Yeah, man. I just, you know, when you drink something, it goes down the wrong fucking tube. That sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had to listen to an album that went down the wrong tube. It's <laughs> called Hysteria. Um, Good news. It's a suppository. <laughs> Good but, news. Uh, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Fan of the Week this week is with us. Mr. T from Germany. Oh, come on. Hey, I got a second hey. one. Woohoo! Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Why? He was a troll job. Yeah, no, no, I know he picked this shitty album, but Mr. T has been here from the get-go. And I'll never Back when forget. it was dark light. Yes, and I'll never forget the review he left. He's like, oh, they already lost a, a co-host. I wonder how much longer this podcast will last. Dude, I, I, I am, I'm glad to be wrong on that one. I was, I was concerned. Seriously, I was like, oh, man. It's just like, well, I didn't... I mean, Terrence is not, wasn't for everyone, but... It's like, wow, when you see like someone leaving, it's like, that could be good. It could be bad. I don't know. And I was genuinely concerned because I really do love this show. And I didn't want to see it end. So I'm, I'm glad to be really, really wrong on that one. But I was I was genuinely concerned. I really yeah. was. Well, you should well, be thankful for this show because of you having a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the um, truth. Hey, man. I may hurt some people's feelings. No, no. I, truth I, is, I, I, be no, no, I'm not talking about you. But I, I, I'll tell you this right now. There'd be no Ironcast if it wasn't for us. There wouldn't be no Bushy podcast. There wouldn't be no, you name it, you know, that freaking podcast. Every fucking podcast that we spawn is fucking because of us. That makes sense, right? Actually, Every podcast all, oh, yeah, we spawn is because yeah. of us. And I guess to go back for it, it's all because of your Kiss reviews. Because that's what I first got into. That's where it those. all started. Yep. Yeah. My Almost yeah. Human page is where it yeah. all came from. Yeah, and I won't. And... I won't go that far back because it doesn't involve me. Um, but uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I... of all and of all those bastard podcasts, who'd have thought that weird ass one that is Ironcast is maybe the longest running, most maybe I guess the most successful for lack of a better phrase. Uh, no, well, no, I I agree a, a thousand percent, and I I think it really does have to do with the chemistry you have with Luke and Greg. And, uh, you know, that, that's something, you know, that I have with Ralph. It's, it's, it's the interaction. And you do. You have that with Luke and Greg. And, and that is the, the core of your success. That's why I, I keep tuning in. Because I think the three of you work very well together. And uh, I, I appreciate that, you know, uh, you know, you still listen to us. I still listen to you. And I'm I'm very happy for you guys because you guys you guys did your own thing and that that's what I really like. You didn't try to emulate us. You're just like, hey, we're three guys who used to listen to this show. Now we're doing our own show. 
but you do have your own niche and I, I, I really like that and uh, you know I, I'm very happy for the episodes I've guessed on Ralph's been on your show a couple yeah. times you both uh, have you both have open invites whenever you want to come back to yeah time. right Sure, Ian, Ian does. I know I don't. You Fuck do your too, podcast. Man. Oh, come on. You know you're back on whenever you want. Yeah, right. Seriously. I pissed off your little skulls for something I didn't even fucking do. Let's mm-hmm. get real here. I don't yeah, yeah. This. I guess you forgot. I did. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. Yeah. No, actually, you were the one that brought it up, and then you realized, wait a second. No, Ralph actually didn't say that. Yeah, because yeah, what I yeah. said was a certain person on your podcast and I was referring to Greg Barnes and then you guys, then you thought I was talking about the whole podcast and then you came back and said, oh no, 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 I, I re-listened to it. You said one person. You know, well, so. well, I, I, I And then I got, you know, then I, you know, your little, your, yeah, let me just say, his, his name doesn't remind, uh, rhyme with Fred Farms. Uh, it was kind of like bitchy toward me at that time and I've never gotten an invite since. Not that I give a fuck. You know, because I'm going to be on the on the great Lee Gertzman show tomorrow reviewing Journey Escape where he hates escape. And he, I am going to be the Luke, the, the fucking uh, Mr. T of that episode where he's going to totally bash me because I like Journey. Thank you. Well, uh, I, 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 I think what, uh, what what Ralph is alluding to, I mean, let, let's throw it out there, is that uh, Luke got mad at us and left the podcast page. Yeah, yeah. He's back on it, though. Is he? Okay, yeah. good. I, I mean, I, 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 I no, but it. that was that that was after the fact. He he left after like he said a few things about me where I didn't even fucking say shit about him, you know. But I don't give a fuck. I, I just I just yeah. remember shit like that. Like yeah. you don't see me bitch about it ever, you know. And I still play the Iron Cats promo, you know. Yeah, but and, and, you know, just and, you know, just to put it out there, dude. I didn't do shit, and you got pissed off at me for something I didn't do. So fuck you. Thank you, and and and, and I love I love Luke by the way, and I love Greg, and I love you. I love I do love Greg, and I somewhat like you, Mister T. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the Christmas card list. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. You know no, we're on it, bro. No, 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 no fruit cake, but you're still here. But uh, yeah, you're no Greg Barnes. <laughs> speaking of fruit cakes, we got to get Greg Barnes back on it. Fuck yeah, Greg. Now Greg rules. I love that guy. And the funny thing is, at first. Ralph could not stand Greg. Yeah, but, I didn't like him at first. Oh God! And, and then, then he ended up loving the guy. Yeah. But uh, but well, I never I, really technically hated him. I just I came around to it. I never really bitched about Greg. Right. You know. But uh, but you know, I I'm very supportive of your podcast and what you do. I'm a fan of your show, and I thank you again very much for your more than generous donation. And uh, I, I can't wait to meet all three of you guys next year. And, yeah, I can't uh, wait to meet both of you too. <laughs> but uh, but 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 thank you very much, Mister T. And uh, I, I would love to have you on here in, in the future. Uh, another Def Leppard album. I yeah, promise. yeah, yeah, yeah. No more Def Leppard. We're gonna have you on for something <laughs> else. I would love to have you on for a Ramones episode because I know, like, Ramones to you is what Van Halen is to us. So I, I would love to have Most American band ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's where we disagree. And I know you you hit you had this little argument with Ralph 
where you're like, get over the Sammy Hagar shit. But what I want to no, stress... No, 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 no. No, no, he, no, no, no. He didn't have an argument with me. He just brought that up because a lot of people were bitching about Sammy Hagar. So then I went ape shit with a bunch of Sammy sucks posts. Right. It's like, dude, you're walking into the lions then fucking yelling no, at the, the lions. Thing, I, I, with you and with the two of you hating Sammy, I'm totally fine with because I know it's genuine. It's, I think you got a lot of folks who are just kissing your fucking ass like, oh, yeah, I don't like Sammy because they don't. And I'm like, well, I fuck think that's those unfair, guys. though. I think that's I, unfair. I, some, I'm sure there's some who hate him. I'm sure there's some who don't. That's that's a part that bothers me because I know you've had times when you, you can like, let's let's have like an open hate fest on somebody and then bam, motherfuckers went to the goddamn woodwork with shit. And I'm like, come on, man, really? Do you really T, hate Look, her? look, look, here's one thing. And I, I have to explain this to you thoroughly. You mm-hmm. just said, I'm sure some do like Sammy are afraid to say it. No, you don't. You don't have the proof. You're a fucking lawyer. You should know shit like this. You need to yeah, put the proof yeah, to the I fucking know. court of law. I, I can't will tell prove you this it. Right I now. just know it's true. I, I, know. Just, I don't know. I'll tell I just... you this right now. There's people on that podcast page that disagree with Ian on a lot of things. And a lot of people disagree with me on a lot of things. And I've seen those same people hate Sammy. I don't see nobody like really jumping on. I mean, come on, like uh, the REO uh, review we just did a few weeks ago. That's split right down the middle. Oh, some yeah. people hated it. Some people loved it. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. people people were inciting with me and Ian. They, I think, I think personally, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast Facebook page is full of people that are honest and they. They're not. They're not kissing our ass or swinging off our nuts or just agreeing with us just to get on our good side. I yeah. really don't think so. I, 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 I honestly don't. Maybe, right. maybe there may be. You know, there's always an exception. Maybe there's one or two, but for yeah. the majority, no. I really and and I've heard this a lot of, from a lot of different people. Ah, right, you're just agreeing with Ralph because you're kissing his ass. I'm like, no, he's not. This guy just fucking was 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 bagging on me for like an oasis. So, you know, it's like, you really, really, trust me, dude, the Sammy Hagar hate is strong and faithful and true on our page. I know it's strong with you two, and I'm totally cool with that. So, And we won't get over it, and they won't either. (laughs) (laughs) And we will continue to bash Sammy Hagar till, till I am pissing on his grave, then I'll stop. Right, and just remember what you would do if, like, the guy from Candlebox was the new singer of the Ramones. You would lose your shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, Mr. T. Uh, you, you know, and, and and luckily for you, that didn't happen. But let's just say it did. You would lose your shit, and that's what we did, you know, because, uh, you know, our most beloved band uh, was hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cocaine was a hell of a drug, man. I, All right. Cocaine and alcohol. So speaking of assholes, let's get to the plugs. All right, I'll start it with the Iron Cats first. <laughs> Music's most diverse podcast, starring Luke Innes, Greg Sim Bootlegs, and Mr. T from Germany. New episodes released every Saturday on Podbean, Podcast Addict, and iTunes. The True Alternative Podcast. Earpillar, the podcasting and interview news site. To keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear, go to earpillar.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. 
You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews to series such as ultra sexy classic album series where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to marsattacksradio.com to find out more. Listen to the rock show with Gully and Joe. Go to all the W's Gully G U W L Y A N D J O A dot UK 8 p.m. UK time 3 p.m. Eastern. The rock show with Gully and Joe. Listen to it. Don't be a cunt. Hey, rock music fans. This is Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. Join yours truly as I look every week at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two or ten. And we talk about nothing but great classic rock and metal. And there's no country or Sammy Hagar or rap on the fucking show. That shit is frowned upon with yours truly. So if you want a great classic rock audiovisual podcast, tune on in to the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast. New episodes every Monday exclusively on YouTube. Tired of your long commute and boring workday? Well, join Brian Davis and his gang of movie buffs as they talk about a different movie subject every week on Damn Good Movie Memories. We discuss movie themes like our favorite movie villains, favorite soundtracks, and worst movie remakes, and much more. Check us out on iTunes and Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. All right, Kiss Army. Since 2007... You've been getting podkissed, the Kiss Audio fanzine for your ears. That's right, it's your podkissed. Every month, the podkissed crew, along with the Kiss Room, brings you Kiss Talk like no one else, whether it be roundtables, interviews with the band past and present, analysis, and great Kiss fun. Hi, this is Ace Frehley, and you're listening to Podkissed. Hi, this is Bruce Kulick, and you're listening to Podkissed. The Podkissed. The KISS Audio fanzine for your ears. Alright, this is the Ayatollah of Alcoholic Ian Wadley, and I want you to listen to my brand new radio show, Wadzilla World, where I cover every era of fucking music that I like. And a few that you like too. Check me out every Saturday. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on Soundphoria.com. I'll see you there. Hey, this is DJ Mac. I want to let you guys know about the podcast with my co-host DJ Metal Mike. Mind Over Metal. You can find us at MindOverMetalPodcast.com. We're also on Spreaker, iTunes, Podbean, and uh, just about everywhere else you get your fucking podcast from. Oh, yeah, and we're also on uh, YouTube. So check us out for the best in heavy metal and hard rock, music, news, discussion and reviews. That's the Mind Over Metal podcast. Download it, subscribe to it today. Hey, headbangers, you want your own radio show? Well, you got it. On Thursday nights here on that metal station, join me on the Dr. Fuck Show. Go in the chat room and I will make you my co-host. That's right. Everybody that joins me in the chat room, I discuss whatever you guys want to talk about. I'll mention your name. I'll say what you say. And we're going to go back and forth. And I'll even fucking play whatever request you want. Unless it sucks. 
then I ain't playing it because my show rules and only songs that rule is allowed right here on that metal station. The Dr. Fuck Show airs live Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Then they repeat it on Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. Well, no, no, fuck that hope. I better see you there, motherfucker. Are you ready for the hottest new podcast out there? Check out the Vieira Vault, featuring none other than Dr. Fuck Ralph Vieira. You will hear personal stories and personal songs from the vault. There ain't nothing else like it. The one, the only, the original Vieira Vault. On Podbean, Stitcher.com, and iTunes. Spreaker. God damn it. (laughs) Have you developed paralysis from trying to choose a movie on Netflix? Of course you have. There's too much garbage on Netflix to sift through. So join us on our podcast, We Watched It For You. We watch a bad movie every week and try to determine its watchability. We Watched It For You is for bad movie fans, B-movie fans, underground film fans, and cult movie fanatics alike. Don't miss an episode of We Watched It For You, a guide to the lesser-known movies of Netflix, available on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. All right, well, if you like this episode, and I'm not even sure Johnny Vogan did, maybe only Brian Schaefer did, come back. Yeah, no, next, he doesn't listen to us. Come back next week when we go into the final three of the fan paid for episodes. What's it going to be? I think I know, but I might not know. But I'm sure it's a better fucking album than this. You are correct, sir. Oh, and that's coming up next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. <laughs>